You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We're listening to the Detroit Red Wings Alumni Show. Red Wings trying to get the sweep. Three seconds left. Into the zone to the top. Red Wings on the Stanley Cup. McCarty up over the line. McCarty got by his man. He scores! What a play there McCarty made. Now we got a fight. Cutty. Oh, and he involved with. Looks like that's John Gruden. That's the first time I've ever seen Fedding in a fight. Ten seconds away from successfully defending the Stanley Cup, the Detroit Red Wings. Their bench up. Osgood with his arms up over his head coming out. The Detroit Red Wings have won the Stanley Cup for the second year in a row. A long shot in on the new goaltender, Eddie Mio, in goal. Look at that old school mask. And that's something. He's a brave man. Hey, that catch it down. He's in. Six scores. Kalima. Coaster Probert, though, that's the main one here. These are good friends. You rarely ever see Coaster and Probert go at it. Most of the former Red Wings. Another Stanley Cup for Detroit 2002. Yes, sir. From the Detroit Red Wings, their offensive catalyst, number 25, welcome left winger John O'Grodnick. Got it in front. The score! Jason Woolley! The shot heard round the world! And welcome to episode 20 of the Detroit Red Wing Alumni Podcast. This is episode Redmond. Number 20, and we're going to talk about Mickey in just a little bit. like to welcome Art Regner into studio. Art, how are you? I'm doing well, Newman. How are you? You know what? I'm going to tell you honestly, dude, that my check liver button has been on for the past two days. I just got in, and I want to thank the boys at Camp Brandon up there in Luce County, Newberry, Michigan. Oh, wow. We've been up there deer hunting. Um, I've been killing a lot of brain cells as opposed to uh, venison. Uh, but just love the guys up there. They're always well, very... Well, you look good. <laughs> I don't feel good, Art. I'm going to tell you that. Um, so, you know, we're going to have a good show today. We had a very, very great game um, against Stahl's ID Direct, you know, and that was a benefit for the Michigan Disabled American Veterans. And that is staying pretty much in concert with what we're doing this week and. You know, I'm very excited to bring in the studio for Michigan Warrior Hockey, uh, Justin Dunn and Chris Hervey. Justin, let's start with you. You know, what? what's your title? What do you do? Uh, well, thanks for having us, uh, Newman. Uh, with the Michigan Warriors, I am the uh, VP of Player Relations. I'm also the IT guy and the Chief Fock Apparitions. <laughs> so a lot of rattle rolls, but I'm also a player, the defenseman, and kind of the team goon. The goon, you know what? We're going to talk about the uh, the roster that we've got, and I think we have somebody that can probably match up against <laughs> you. Chris, what's your role with the organization? I am the vice president of administration. I'm also the chief administrative officer for the program, so I do all the in-processing for everybody that wants to join. Um, I also do all the fun marketing and you know media stuff that he doesn't do. You know, one of the things we were talking about, and, uh, this is really a neat game, and I think we did our first game with you guys last year out at Royal Oak at yep. Lindell. Um, and it's special for some of us on the alumni team. There's 
four of us that are on the active roster that are veterans, and we just had Veterans Day. So yours is a pretty special organization. Give me some background of exactly how your organization was founded and what does somebody need to do to get on that Michigan Warrior hockey team? All right. Well, the uh, the Michigan Warriors hockey program is a nonprofit hockey program for disabled veterans. So all of our skaters have a disability rating through the VA, and that's how they get on the ice with us. So everything we do goes back to the disabled veterans, um, first and foremost. So to get with our program, you just have to go to our website and you can sign up, provide proof and documentation, uh, and then we can get you on the ice for free. So everything we do is is uh, for free for the veterans, whether you've ever played hockey or not. Uh, it doesn't matter. So any skill set. So the skill level, it, it pretty much it fluctuates. Oh, yeah. We have members that are that have never skated before, that have never taken the ice, that want to get out there and they want to learn. So we have a developmental program or a tier that we call it. We have di- three different tiers. So we have a developmental tier for people who've never skated. We have an intermediate for those who you know have skated, but they're not, they haven't mastered their craft yet. And then right now we have a competition team. We just started it this year where these are the guys that have skated you know, their entire life, and they've actually mastered some of the skills of hockey. So who is playing on Saturday then for Michigan Warrior? So for the Michigan Warriors, since we're a program first and foremost for, for the veterans, disabled veterans, um, we took a pool of players that wanted to play, which was obviously a lot. We have about 75 active guys, and we had a lottery system in place for the people that have given back the most. Um, so you have to make sure you're involved in the program, but then we don't just skate. We do a lot of community outreach and a lot of charity work. So the ones that put in the most work throughout the year got more you know, lottery balls, let's say, for the game. So that's how the roster was developed. So we have uh, 18 or 19 guys that are going to be out there skating with our program, and uh, they're going to try to match up the best they can against the alumni. Where is the event being held? The event's going to be at USA Hockey Arena, the old Copywear uh, Stadium, and it's going to be Saturday, uh, November 19th. Puck drop at 545, yep. but doors open earlier than that because there's a lot of fun that's going on. And then how are you doing on ticket sales right now? Ticket sales, uh, we have over 2,500 tickets out right now. So wow. we hope to have uh, quite a good showing out there. And the promotion levels that are coming out this week with some of the names in the roster is really going to help us boost that. Not to mention all the different vendors that we have coming in. We've got a, a number of vendors that are going to you know come in and have different things set up. Uh, we have a lot of activities set up for children. Um, so it's going to be a huge family fair. And it's just come out and have a good time and hang out with the Red Wing alumni. Yeah. Well, you know, with the Red Wing alumni, some of the guys you really don't want to hang out with. <laughs> you may think, and, you know, Art can attest to that yes. more than anybody, especially <laughs> when we have Eddie Mio sitting, you know, at. And with that, you know, as we look through our roster, um, and I'm putting together, I think you know that we do roster cards. You know, mm-hmm. we put it out there on the Twitterverse, the uh, the World Wide Webs, as right. Wojo <laughs> likes to say. <laughs> Um, our coach, we're going to have Nick Libet behind the bench. All right, number um, 14. Yep. yep, former captain of your Detroit Red Wings. Um, Greg Malachy, um, the thing we love about Greg Malachy, and we're going to have him on the show uh, in a couple weeks, but Malley's a veteran, mm-hmm. right? And he played backup uh, for Marty Turco in 96 and 98. But he had a nice career, was drafted, you know, through St. John's, was starting to play, and then he blew out his knee. So where most people would kind of stop at that point, Malley was going to medical school. He became an ER physician, mm-hmm. and he's also a major in the Air Force. He's an active combat pilot, you know, and he just got back a few months ago from doing a tour over in Afghanistan. 
So it was really important for us to have Mally in goal, and it's one of the few times that we'll say, you know what, we don't think Eddie Mio is starting in goal. He is obviously the uh, pedigree. He's earned it, but we're really, really happy to have Mally out there on that ice, just mm-hmm. like uh, Craig Nat, who's one of our referees. He's going to be out there on the ice. And if I remember last year, you guys brought you a couple of your own referees. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. One was a female that the guys kept ogling. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not surprising. You know, we uh, we are veterans and we have a, a stereotype to live up to. <laughs> <laughs> that really indeed is a hua right there. <laughs> Heard, understand, agree. Yep. <laughs> All right. So Maliki and then Mio. Mio will be backing up Mali. Um, we're going to put in number 20, Mickey Redman, Hockey Hall Ooh. of Famer. Oh, yeah. You know, it's always great to have Mickey out. Ryan Barnes, number 52. He had a nice little. Uh, oh, curve. wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So uh, Ryan skated with us a couple times last year. Um, so we're glad to have him back in the active roster and getting out there and skating. So after Ryan, you know, obviously John Bloom, now yeah, number 33. Yes. You know Coach. what? Tell us a little bit about Blummer and what he does with the organization. Blummer is awesome. Blummer is uh, one of our coaches for our competition team. He comes to all of the games and practices, and he basically treats our highest level skilled guys like children and teaches them how to play hockey. It's awesome. No, he's he's been great. He's a great support for our program. He goes out and he he does a lot of service, you know, trying to raise awareness of who we are. He, you know, everywhere he goes, he tells people that he's affiliated with our program and that he comes out and he coaches and he takes a lot of respect and, you know, he has the utmost respect for our guys. He's just a great addition to our program. It's helped us incredibly. Art, well, you know, Blum had that long career with the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. Six games. Yeah, well, yep. did you cover him? I don't think I did cover him. Uh, he at least it was longer than Teddy Garvin was. I think his coach of the Red Wings. Or maybe <laughs> how about Jerry Abel? <laughs> oh, wow. uh, you know, I, I have a quick question, and I, I, I know we're announcing the roster. And, and Newman knows this. I'm kind of a uh, like logo freak, I guess. Yeah. I, I like the Joey Coaster logo for his foundation of him and the two little kids. This logo here. Is is excellent. I, I, is there a history or story behind it? It's the state of Michigan, including the Upper Peninsula, with dog tags actually hanging over the Upper Peninsula down towards, which would be into Lake Michigan. Yep. And I guess if there wasn't a UP, if we would have won the battle for Toledo, yeah, <laughs> then you probably could have put the dog tags on the thumb, I guess. But yep. uh, but it's really, really cool. Thank you. And, and, and it's the American flag, too. Michigan, the Upper Peninsula is... is uh, the uh, uh, the stars in blue, and then the stripes are down in the lower peninsula. Yeah, I mean, not too much into the history of it. We just we had somebody that wanted to get, contribute some time as an artist, but right. you know the things that we wanted to put together were, were a hockey program. So we have Boyer's hockey up and below, uh, but we're all veterans. So America got the flag. We're all from Michigan, and the dog tags just symbolize the the veteran aspect. It's very cool. Look, I mean, it's striking. You know, it's a, it's very noticeable. And yeah. Newman's got his dog tags on right now. Uh, but it's it's very very. Uh, as I said, it's it's striking, and I think the people notice that. Oh, he's so. even got the tattoo on his leg of it. Oh my gosh, you got <laughs> it. No, we're, we're we're pretty ate up. So <laughs> well, that's that's ate up like a soup sandwich. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Same goes. All right, sorry, Newman. I was just curious about the uh, nope, Blummer. Very, very, gonna, very. Thank you. The logo, very we got, cool. We very got the sharp. personal touch on the sleeves as well, with the land of the free and home on the brave on each side of the sleeve. And it's just not a John Cougar uh, Mellencamp right. song. <laughs> no. 
No, and you know, as we've learned through this past election season, regardless, you know, it's um, as we've gone through with different protests and everything else, uh, and I believe the boys will agree. One of the things that we look at is that freedom of speech. I mean, it's one of the things that we fought and we defended, right? Yeah, you know, and so. You know, we can look at different people and say we don't agree with what they're saying, but I'll defend their right to the death for them to be able to say it. You know, now that's what makes that's what makes America America, right? Right. And, yes. Yeah. Uh, apostrophe America. 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 Let's get some bacon going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it always goes better with bacon. Exactly. So, all right, so Blummer, and then we've got another ex-goalie who's going to be playing out. We've got Darren Elliott, number 31. Is oh, going to be Darren's playing. coming, huh? Out. Yeah, Darren. Uh, Darren's another one. Over the past two seasons, he's really been coming out to a few more games. Now, for a long time, he didn't play because he's like, he didn't want to really throw on the um, the goalie pads. As you know, a lot of goalies, when they're done, they're done. You know, Mio's like one of the only uh, really crazy one that's still doing it, well, it especially at his age. In defense of Eddie, he still thinks he's in the NHL, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, all right. So, Elliot, number 15, Feds, Brent Fedek is out. Uh, number 85, uh, Peter F. and Klima. Uh, he will yeah. be the first one. Uh, oh. Do they not know? I am Peter F. and Klima. Yeah. So, <laughs> number 26, somebody's got to take care of you. There, JD. So we're going to have our own enforcer. We're going to put a four-time Stanley Cup champion and one of the most feared forwards out there. We're going to have Joey Koser out there. That's awesome. Well, I mean, people say he's uh, he's to be feared. I I I love him. He's a he's a great guy. He's one of my heroes on the ice. Uh, but I, I think that he's just a bender, and uh, I can put him down. So. <laughs> Uh, you can yeah. see what happens on Saturday. You know this is all recorded. That's right. right. And he's going to hear this. A bender. Yeah. He said you know, it, I mean, it's just the way it goes. I mean, if he had to pay off all of his guys for those knockouts, then that's just on him. So, You know what? When we were watching the game last night, um, as one of the guys, um, Ott was in the fight with. Uh, one of the one of the bigger Boyle. guys, and he Boyle, Boyle. right, and he yeah. was hitting down. Yeah, and they're like, you know, he's hitting him on the helmet. Yeah, what's he was he hitting him on the helmet. He goes, "What's that going to do?" And I said, <laughs> well, "Considering Coaster broke at least three helmets in his career with one punch, <laughs> yeah. you know." I was like, you know what? I wouldn't. It was a chippy game. We'll get into it. He's in a, little he's bit a big more. fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah, a lot but, of a lot of the guys in our program are, are super excited to have him out there just because they grew up. Watching him when, when he came back from the Rangers when he was in the beer league and then he came back, uh, the thing that we all always wanted to do was look at his hands because oh, yeah. they're all scarred up. They're it's few, raw hamburger. Uh, yeah, it is incredible. <laughs> I don't know how they look now. I mean, it's been a number of years. They look even worse. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I mean, but uh, that was the one thing I can always remember about Joe. It's like, Jerry, let me just see those hands again, man. That that can't be real. And of course they were. You know, and two of the most disgusting things. You know, I. Uh, I didn't grow up around hockey. We talked about it last show, right? But just the gloves, you know, and the oh, hands yeah. come out and just the absolute stench of that. And then with some of these guys, I don't see – you watch them on the bench sometimes and the hands are out of the gloves and they're chewing on their fingernails, right? And I'm over there going, are you out of your mind right now? <laughs> but all right, so let's get through it. <laughs> All right, number 25, five-time All-Star, the offensive catalyst for your Detroit Red Wings. We're going to have John O'Grodnick on the ice. Um, uh, suitcase is playing again. Number 20, Brian Smolinski, former Michigan State alumni. Uh, former Stanley Cup champion, Craig Wallanen, number All six. Right. Mm-hmm. So that'll be our defensive presence. With the Devils. 
Uh, I believe it was Colorado. Oh, yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah, it was Colorado. Yeah. I'm getting him mixed up with... Um, um, not... No, it's who it's it's another Detroiter that plays uh, that that play for the doubles. Randy McKay. No, not Randy McKay. This guy's from here. I'll figure it. It'll come to me. Yeah, I, it sounds like I've been at uh, Deer Camp Newman the way I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to round out um, former AHL player John Finstrom, number twenty four. And the great thing we love about Finner is he's just so fast. You know, he is going to any, he, he plays every game like he's on a professional tryout. And then we'll round out with number four, Ralph Nilsson, who is the uh, owner of the Flint Firebirds. And, you know, very, very special guy with the Red Wing alumni. Um, he's been uh, just a great supporter and it allows us to get out there and do what we do at the next level. And we're able to pick and choose exactly what we do game-wise, uh, because we have a list of guys that want to play the Red Wing alumni. Mm-hmm. And so with us to be able to put in the Stalls game as well as Michigan Warrior, I mean, this has been phenomenal. Tell me a little bit about the planning that you guys, how far out do you start? Oh, geez, we've been, we're around six months of planning now. I mean, we kind of do a rough plan from last year's game till now, but we have to do a lot of planning. Everybody that works for our program is all volunteer-based. I mean, we all have full-time jobs to support our family. So, you know, it just is our after-hours hobby is hockey. So planning the program and then planning a massive event like this. So it's coming together. Um, we're still, we're still going to be moving bits and pieces up until the event, but it's going to be great. You know, how and with USA Hockey, which is the former CompuWare, once again, that Saturday, puck drop at 545, doors at 430. We did a COSER event there in December of 2012 for Patrick O'Rourke, who was a police officer that mm-hmm. was killed in the line of duty. And we had over 4,000. You know, we wow. sold that building out. But it was also like during the lockout where we had a bunch of guys uh-huh. that were just playing. So we had everybody there. Um, so I understand the undertaking and it with it being out there in Plymouth, you know, which is a little bit out. But Art, that's in your neck of the woods. Uh, yes, unfortunately, on Saturday, it's what is this, there an Eminem concert or something? Yeah, well, I, 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 well, that has happened in the past. Uh, that uh, Michigan, yeah, home will game. be yeah. playing a home game at three yep. thirty. Unfortunately, yes. against uh, the Indiana Hoosiers, and it's my final time to see Jake Butt play. That's right. So, yeah, uh, I would love to come. I, I, you know, I've been to that arena obviously many, many times over the years, especially with. Uh, uh, with the Plymouth Whalers, and, yeah. and now Team USA is there. Uh, but uh, I really wish I could do it. But uh, unfortunately, I have another commitment to the Mason Blue. And I guess John O'Corn or God only knows, maybe Jim Harbaugh will play for Corn. <laughs> we don't he, think it's going to be Shane Moore. Well, he's definitely in denial. Uh, it seems that Jimmy is. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so just to um, – we're going to take a short break. Um, while we're doing that, I also want to remind people that you can find them at michiganwarriorshockey.com. Take a short little break, come back, and um, we'll talk a little bit more with the boys. Imagine Theater's first ever video game night takes place on November 16th at the Imagine Theater in Royal Oak. Hosted by Activate's own Bailey Ray, you can play against friends and enemies in the newest sports games on the hottest systems. Get your hands on the latest in virtual reality or enjoy retro living rooms with the systems to match. Drink and food specials including an all-you-can-eat taco and nacho bar as well as door prizes and giveaways all night. Space is limited, so go to ActivateGaming.com Imagine to reserve your spot today. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 8, Gaming.com Imagine. 
For years, you've been hearing me talk about the benefits of laser therapy at Pain-Free Life Centers of Michigan. But don't take my word for it. I brought a guest in to talk to you today, former Detroit Tiger pitcher Dave Rosma. So Dave, talk about your experience at Pain-Free Life Centers. Everybody knew my karate kick from 35 years ago. I've had a lot of knee pains. I came to you. Jeff, after a few treatments, made it feel better and stronger. And then I come back for another therapy. Dave, how long did it take for you to notice a difference in your pain level? The first day. The comfort level, the warmness, flexibility in my knee. It it gives you a positive attitude. Um, Emotionally, I felt better because I'm a golfer. I like to work out. It let me do these things. And the most important thing, I felt less pain. So, Dave, what would you tell the listeners to do to try to avoid the drugs, the injections, and the surgeries? If you're suffering from pain, try pain-free life centers because it helped me. Call 248-879-1100 or visit painfreelifecenters.com. I'm Thad out with Zot M59 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. During our spring clearance event, you'll find the best deals in the D. Jeff, we know that, but we only have 30 seconds to tell the people. No worries. We made it easy by listing every vehicle in our massive inventory with the very best price we can offer on dealsinthed.com. Like leases starting at $129 per month or new Jeeps starting at $17.9. Thad, we need to hurry. Our 30 seconds is almost up. But dealsinthed.com is on 24-7, 365. Get there. Did you know your company has an image problem? Seriously, right now, as customers are visiting your website, chances are your organization needs to look much better than it does. Standing out from the competition is important. Looking professional is critical. First impressions are everything. As a leader, no one knows this better than you do. You know you must look your very best. Well, the solution is United Photo Works. United Photo Works is a Detroit-based photography agency with the talent, experience, equipment, and knowledge to make your organization's visual image shine. From photos of your building's interior to its exterior, from capturing your corporate events to capturing those corporate headshots, the pros at UPW are here to make sure that you and your company look fantastic. Visit us at www.unitedphotoworks.com today and receive 20% off your next session. Remember, that's unitedphotoworks.com. And we're back with the guys from Michigan Warriors. And yes, indeed, that was Fred Bear in honor of the hunting season. We're not going to go into all the political batshit crazy <laughs> on the left and the right, but I'm looking at it now. But, you know, it's just good. And once again, I want to thank the guys up at Camp Brandon. Um, I like to call it Camp Newman for the uh, four days that I'm up there. You know, Buzz, Billy Glimes, Ted Nutkins just do a fantastic job, and we can't appreciate them enough. So, Justin, Dunn, uh, Chris Hervey are with us from Michigan Warrior. And just tell us a little bit more about the event on Saturday. And if people are looking to find you on the Internet, you know, where would they go? So, yeah, we have a we have a pretty good social media presence that we're building uh, on the Internet. You can go to miwarriors.com or michiganwarriorshockey.com. We also have a Facebook out there, Michigan Warriors Hockey Program, where we're always looking for, for more likes. We give out swag for likes. <laughs> Pretty easy. But uh, you can find our full schedule out there on social media, on our website, for all of our practices, all of our games. We play games for any level, any time. So if anybody wants to have a game against us, let us know, and we can match pretty much any skill level, uh, even the Red Wings. So we'll take them on. <laughs> you, you mean this current club, this year's team? Yeah. 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 You know, 
Yeah, we got them. The <laughs> alumni team that's going to take the ice in Toronto, you, you might have a tough time beating those guys. That's a good line. Oh, that's man, a great that's a great lineup. lineup. <laughs> We're hoping to go out there for that, actually. So You know, one of the things, and there's a difference. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that there's a difference between the Detroit Red Wing alumni and the Detroit Red Wing Alumni Association. Mm-hmm. And I was up north, and we're watching the game, and they announced the alumni roster. And we were giggling because there was only one of those players that actually skates with us actively. You know, they're all legends, you know, in the NHL and the Detroit Red Wings reach out um, to play in that game. But with the exception of Larry Murphy, you know, you're really not seeing Brendan Shanahan or Paul Coffey out on the uh, Red Wing alumni ice uh, playing – you know, in the games that we do, you know, but it'll be a neat thing if it's anything close to what we did out there at Comerica Park, you know, and we were able to put two games, you know, on this one here, it's really just going to be one and outdoors again. So it's going to be a blast, you know, and speaking of Sergei Fedorov, who made that, he's on that, that team. He is on that team and Michigan warrior and Sergei Fedorov, you guys kind of have a history. Yeah, well, actually, we just uh, we just linked up with the Sergey Federer Foundation. Uh, they reached out to us because it's one of his passions to give back to people in Metro Detroit, uh, hockey programs in Metro Detroit, and then also it ties in with veterans. So uh, we are very lucky that we actually just received a donation to pay for the rest of our ice at one of our locations wow. in Southfield for the rest of the season. So it was a it's a major bondage uh, off our back. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, you know, I have a question, and Newman, I don't know if you can answer this or not. But, you know, Murph, Larry Murphy, was a very popular Maple Leaf in his time in Toronto. Yes. He, uh, I, I, as a matter of fact, uh, I don't know if the Red Wings ever consummated that deal for him, but I can remember when they traded for Larry Murphy on uh, trade deadline day, the, the deadline was at 3.30, and at noontime, Scotty came into the, off, uh, into the Red Wing dressing room and goes, we made a deal, but you can't announce it until 3.30. He goes, we got Larry Murphy for future, future considerations from Toronto. And we're all sitting there. The media's going like, yeah, well, what else did you get? He goes, trust me, Murph can help, which he did. Yeah, Murph was did. not really, you know, whatever happened, because he was a great player with the Kings and in Pittsburgh, he won cups and didn't work out in Toronto for him. Obviously, he came to Detroit and played very, very well. Uh, Murph's a great guy, but I'm wondering... I'm not surprised that he isn't playing for the Maple Leaf alumni, number one. Let me just say that. But number two, how do you think the crowd in Toronto, will they cheer or will they boo Murph? No, I think they'll definitely um, cheer Murph. Um, I hope so. And that's the great thing about the alumni games. When people come back, regardless of the history, you saw it with Sergey, you know, who is just – they just beat the hell out of him, you know. But when he came back, they accept it. And with Murph going back to Toronto, you know, I think the days of him being the human pylon – um, where he looked like one of those guys, you know, in the old bubble hockey where it just moved. Um, no, I think he'll be much loved um, as opposed to maligned going back to Toronto. Well, it's New Year's Eve, right? It game. is New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Canadians are going to be, you know, on their liquid courage that day. So well, they're we'll going to be partaking, but they're, they're hockey fans more than anything. And if you look at Larry Murphy, you know, he is the only player in the 90s with four Stanley Cups and then back to back, back to back, you know. So yeah. you know Pittsburgh and then Detroit. Yeah. So I think that's what they're going to remember. They appreciate Hall of Famers in Toronto because Canadians appreciate this game more than Americans ever will. That's I I, I agree with that. Uh, I will say this: that somebody you, write that down. Let's yeah, mark yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been written down. I Sergey. I was working for FoxSportsDetroit.com during that alumni game, and I can remember I wrote a story 
actually about Sergey because he thought he was going to get booed because mm-hmm. it kind of went Sergey, Shandy, and Iserman were like the last three guys mm-hmm. introduced uh, to to the crowd. And uh, I I talked to Brendan about it, and I talked to Sergey. And Sergey goes up to Brendan and says, God, he goes, I'm kind of nervous. And he goes, why are you nervous? He goes, well, because I think they're going to boo me. And Shandy goes, goes, that's what I was thinking. They're going to boo me. He goes, they're not going to boo you. I mean, you look, you know, you had 954 points or whatever it is as a Red Wing. I mean, they're not, you know, you won Stanley Cup. So they're not going to boo you. And he goes, I think they're going to boo me. And you know why Shandy thought they were going to boo him? Was for the Shea Weber hit in the playoffs where he, against yeah. Zetterberg where he didn't suspend Shea Weber. Yep. That's right. So that is they right. both thought each of them were going to get booed and they were trying to tell the other guy. And obviously both of them were cheered. But uh, you, know, you know what? I'm going to tell you, I, I was very fortunate where I was on the ice for both of the games. And the only one that I actually heard boos were for Paul Coffey. Really? Yeah. But Paul has been more vocal, especially on the autograph circuit, where he's not been signing a lot of Red Wing stuff. He didn't like how he left. You know, he he just didn't like his time in Detroit, and he never won a cup here either. And he was such a tremendous talent. You know, Scotty wanted him here from the days in Pittsburgh. He didn't win a Norris Trophy here, did he? I think maybe he did. I think he did. You know, I I was kind of wondering, because he had a good career here. You know, he, he, yeah, he and Scotty, and then they traded him to Pittsburgh. Uh, for Shanny wasn't wasn't didn't Paul Coffey maybe I'm you know God I can't believe how mixed up I am today but I will say this that Paul Coffey he never seemed to really embrace the the role of being a Red Wing but he also said that thing why can't we win playoff games eight to six and yeah. it's because playoff games aren't eight to six. Right, and that was back in the era, too, when they were really running that left-wing lock. And, you know, Paul Coffey, was, he wasn't that type of player. He was getting, he was getting up there in age, but, you know, he was, he was a Hall of Famer back then. You know, he was great to have you on the team. But after that, um, after that wipeout by New Jersey, you know, is when, I started, when they started doing the overhaul at that point of saying, you know what, we're going to make some real changes here. Yeah. So with that as everybody's struggling right now to see exactly what the, the history. <laughs> so, all right, so we've got the game on Saturday. You know, we've got the um, Sergey donation that's taking care of Southfield. Yeah. Um, once again, run me through. Where can they find you on Twitter? I think all of our stuff right now is getting directed from Facebook to Twitter. Yeah, it's at Michigan Warrior Hockey. Right, and then how many followers do you have on Facebook? Facebook, we just uh, we just took over 2,000. So Great. We're doing pretty well, we right. think. <laughs> so think with that, <laughs> you know, Art, mm-hmm. what do you got for us? I'm looking at Paul Coffey's record, mm-hmm. and uh, he did win a he he, won, he did win a Norris Trophy with the Red Wings. Yeah, as best, yes, uh, yep, as as best defenseman, <laughs> and then he was traded. Uh, Coffey was traded to to the Hartford Whalers at the start of the nineties for Shanahan. For Shanahan, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, uh, so to answer your question, Paul Coffey didn't Primo go in that deal too? Yum. I think Primo was right before it. Okay, because Primo was a guy. He was the only Red Wing for a number of years. Was the only guy who held out, was under contract, would not report because he wanted to be traded. Primo's a very interesting story. I mean, you know, he. Yeah, it was tough for him to accept the fact that if you look at their four centers, were Iserman, obviously Sergey, uh, Igor. And Chris Draper. And, you know, and Primo was kind of left out. And, you know, he thought that he should be at least, at least the number two center on the Red Wings. That's why he held out. 
Oh. And that is, is one to grow on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm free-forming <laughs> here, you know. But No, and that's good. So are you guys both playing on Saturday? Are we you are, sitting yes. up? We are. Yeah. Yep. Right? Because you're talking about threatening um, Joey. Well, you know, if uh, if he's up for uh, dropping the gloves, I'll be, I'll be there. <laughs> he's been talking Dude, about this all week. You know you don't want that, right? You'd be surprised the pain that I take uh, for the game. So maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris, what yeah. um what position do you play? I'm a forward. I I typically stay on the left side. And then what's your uh, skill level? Both of you. Uh I'm uh I'm on the competition team. I won't say I'm 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 bigger now than I was, but I, I still have a purpose Aren't out there. We all <laughs> yeah. I still have a purpose out there. I, I I've been playing pretty much my whole life. So well, you were Air Force, so it's not like you guys were used to PT. Yeah. Well, it, we weren't, you know. I mean, <laughs> so it's kind of hard. That's why, you know, it's funny. I got this tattoo on my arm that says skate, 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 you know, for the Red Wings and Larkin. But uh, we joke because it probably should be changed to glide, glide, glide yeah. because I do that a lot out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a, a mid-level skater. I'm still developing some of my skills. I, I played growing up, but then I took about 15 years off of hockey and, you know, it's like riding a bike. You get back out there, and you know how to skate, but not the best. So I'm kind of like a pylon out there. <laughs> like a Larry Murphy. Yeah, like a Larry Murphy, exactly. <laughs> so you guys had a booth or a table at the uh, Red Wings game last night? We did. That was awesome. Yeah. It was great. We uh, we had the opportunity to come out and promote the, the game on Saturday and just you know talk about – it was Military Appreciation Night at the Joe. So we had the opportunity to talk to all the different veterans that were there about what we are, what we do, and the, uh, the benefits that we offer. And like Justin was saying earlier – we're not just a hockey organization. We do a lot of community activities. We help veterans that maybe don't know the veteran services, like how to get their VA benefits. So we have people within our program that volunteer their time to to show these veterans what benefits they're entitled to and how to get these benefits as well. And then how many members of the board do you have? So we have a uh, five-person five active board, and then we have some advisory board positions that are filled out. Uh, they are voting members. They're more of just like business minds that come in. Um, and then we have – leader positions throughout the program as well all right with that look forward to seeing you guys on saturday puck drop 545 yep yep thanks again for coming in thanks for having us yeah, out here Chris Harvey, awesome. justin dunn thank yeah, you thank you very really much appreciate it thank, thank you. you we're going to take a break come back talk with eddie meal for years you've been hearing me talk about the benefits of laser therapy at pain-free life centers of michigan but don't take my word for it i brought a guest in to talk to you today former Detroit Tiger pitcher Dave Rosma. So Dave, talk about your experience at Pain-Free Life Centers. Everybody knew my karate kick from 35 years ago. I've had a lot of knee pains. I came to you. Jeff, after a few treatments, made it feel better and stronger. And then I come back for another therapy. Dave, how long did it take for you to notice a difference in your pain level? The first day. The comfort level, the warmness, flexibility in my knee. It, it gives you a positive attitude. Um, emotionally, I felt better because I'm a golfer. I like to work out. It let me do these things. And the most important thing, I felt less pain. So, Dave, what would you tell the listeners to do to try to avoid the drugs, the injections, and the surgeries? If you're suffering from pain, try pain-free life centers because it helped me. Call 248-879-1100 or visit pain-free life centers. 
Chrysler.com. I'm Thad Zott with Zot M59 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. During our spring clearance event, you'll find the best deals in the D. Jeff, we know that, but we only have 30 seconds to tell the people. No worries. We made it easy by listing every vehicle in our massive inventory with the very best price we can offer on DealsInTheD.com. Like leases starting at $129 per month or new Jeeps starting at $17.9. Dad, we need to hurry. Our 30 seconds is almost up. But DealsInTheD.com is on 24 7 Get there. And that's the end of the second period, and now it's time for Game Day Trivia, brought to you by United Photo Works. Tonight's question, which Detroit-based photography company has worked with the Red Wings alumni, companies like Ford, Shinola, and Our Detroit, and been the exclusive photographers of the Joe Koser Celebrity Softball Series for the past seven years? The answer is United Photo Works. Visit them today at unitedphotoworks.com. Remember, folks, that's unitedphotoworks.com. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. And on the line joining us once again, the incomparable one, the man with the face for radio, number 41, Eddie Mio. Eddie, what are you doing now? You're like Where's Waldo every week. What's going on? I'm pulling into the parking lot right now at Joe Lewis. Well, what are you doing down there? Hey, um, Are you being arrested? Eddie, are you okay? Do we need to call the police? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm trying to get this parking lot. We tell her, okay? Huh? You're going to get me in trouble. You better hold on. Can I call me back? Okay, yeah. It sounds, it sounds like the guys at the parking lot. I guess it looks like you can't park in the north lot is what I'm thinking. Well, no, he should be over in Riverfront. <laughs> right, right, the Riverfront across the, the street. The great thing yeah. is, right, whenever you think you are absolutely there in life, you are the best man at Wayne Gretzky's wedding, right? On a non-event night at the Joe, they're not going to let you park in the Riverfront executive lot. <laughs> Who is this old man? He's not, par- <laughs> not parking in the player's lot. There's no doubt about that. You're not in the north lot, Eddie. I'm sorry. Well, you know, he's not, but that, you know what, he doesn't realize how much grief he is about to take. And as people download this episode, because, you know, the thousands of listeners that we have, they played because of times. you, Art Reg. Well, people have started listening now because of you. Well, thank you. Right? Thank you. <laughs> okay. They want your take on the line. So, but let's talk about the Red Wings real quick. Did you watch that game last night? What were you? Well, I did watch the game last night. I was a little bit, uh, you know, they came back. I mean, I thought that they, I, you know, for all intents and purposes, I thought it was a pretty good hockey game. Uh, I, I, you know, I believe that, you know, officiating is still has a ways to go. I believe uh, just an advocator getting the only guy taken off on uh, on that penalty. You know, it, it, rookie referee that was crazy. Yeah, that was nuts, and you know, and so. But the Red Wings seem to overcome that. I don't know what it is. Tampa seems to be that team now that has Detroit's number. I mean, they score a goal with a minute something left, 33 or whatever. And, I mean, it's a tough loss. But I think we're seeing some good things from this team. I guess if you're afraid of anything, it does seem that Nyquist, Tatar, uh, Riley Shan, and to a lesser degree, even... uh, Peter Morazek. Oh, yeah, I have to park here. I'm one of the alumni. And I'm there we go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, numerous times. Hmm. How are you doing? Good. How are you? All right, there we go. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm 
Eddie, did you pack a dial us? All right, I got to do this radio thing right now. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hang on a second. Uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> hey. Eddie, they didn't arrest you, did you? Hello? Are you okay? Eddie? Eddie? Yeah, I think... can you hear me? Yeah, yep. can you hear us? <laughs> yes, I can. Tell us There's what happened. Of... Are you okay? There's a... uh, uh, you know what? They were stopping me from parking in this lot, and uh, I'm trying to do the show and say, hey, I'm, uh, you know, uh, anyways, everything's fine. Just You're walking kinda... in for this great event now, Tosa Hockey Town. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's going to be a nice nice event. Valentine's one of the sponsors, and uh, uh, it should be all good. How are you guys doing? Well, a little bit better than you are right now. <laughs> we were able to park. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so with Val- I know. With- I try to do a radio show, and they're giving me all kinds of grief. My boys are here now. They're taking care of me. Well, with Valentine, you know, that ad, we saw that ad last night. Have you already seen that ad for Valentine? Uh, y- you mean the one with the Russian? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> Uh, Rafino, Rafino sent it to me. He said, don't post it yet, but I guess we can post it on our Facebook now. Yeah, we'll get that. So you're down there tonight doing Toast of Hockey Town, which means you're not in the yep. studio yet again. You're repping Valentine Vodka. But in studio right now, I've got Justin Dunn and Chris Hervey from Michigan Warriors, and you are going to be the backup goalie on Saturday. Oh, I thought Matt. Oh, is he? Okay, perfect. Yeah, Mally's going to play in that gonna, game. Tell him he's going to have to be ready to play most of the game because, you know, I only last five to ten minutes. And that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. So, so, with that, Eddie, we're going to. So he's going to have to be on his good game. Well, Eddie, let me ask you about Valentine Vodka. As you know, a couple of years ago, we were. We were we had a nice number was there too. We had a good little time there, and uh, I, I'm kind of curious. Rated the number one vodka in the world, uh, the success of this Detroit-based company is is almost staggering. How far they've come? Well, you know, it, it, it's welcome for anybody to come over to the tasting room and they'll they'll see firsthand what the uh, what the hoopla is all about. It's uh, it's it's just a, 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 one of the uh, probably the number one micro distillery around and probably voted in the U S and to see what Rafino and Justin do and how they make their product. It's, it's all handcrafted and they take pride. It's, it's like there's, they're so passionate about their product. It's, it's unbelievable. And that's what makes it good. And it's small batches. So, but the gin is just as good as the vodka and the bourbon. If we had enough, could retire on it. But, uh, have enough uh, for it to go around but again it's because the passionate uh, of of the two distillers is is what makes that whole place rock in Ferndale well with that Eddie you know once again thanks for um, calling in we're going to get you back in the studio probably next show absolutely next um, week well, next week we're going to take off for the uh, Thanksgiving. That's American Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving. Yes, see? American Thanksgiving. American That's Thanksgiving. Right. And then uh, we'll be back on the week after that as we get ready to make our trip down to Ohio to play the uh, Grace Speaks down there in Finley. Um, but we're going, to see, right, we're going to see you on Saturday uh, along with the uh, Michigan Warrior Hockey fellas. 
Absolutely. We'll see you on Saturday. All right, Eddie. Thanks. Thanks, guys. See you, Eddie. Bye-bye. So, Art, getting back to, like, things that matter in our world, let's talk about that hockey. So I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to tell you, as a casual fan, I was looking, and, you know, we grew up spoiled watching the Detroit Red Wings play. No question. And what I don't see is tape-to-tape passing. I don't see the anticipation of where that puck is going to be, and I don't see defensemen that are guiding the forwards. Well, obviously, you're absolutely correct. The skill level on this Red Wing team compared to Red Wing teams of the past, uh, there's no comparison. Uh, I do think that you know they need to trade for a legitimate one or two defensemen. A lot of teams want them. It would cost a lot. I don't know if you're going to be able to uh, to to get a player like that. I know certainly the people are really looking for Jacob Truba, who just signed with Winnipeg. It's his you know his contract's kind of cost effective. I think he signed the deal, and Winnipeg gave him that deal, maybe to allow to move him and still get something. You know, as I told you, Newman, last week, the only way I can see that ever happening would be you've got to get Anaheim involved in it. Anaheim would have to, and Anaheim is actually playing pretty well right now, so I don't even know if they're going to trade. But you would have to trade, I believe, Cam Fowler, who's probably, the Red Wings view him as a three or four, maybe a three, move him to uh, Winnipeg, have Truba go to Anaheim. Anaheim needs forwards. You know, that's why it'd be nice if Tatar or Shane or, or even Nyquist, although his contract, you might not be able to trade that. You know, work out some deal that way. Have Truba come to Detroit through Anaheim, and then Detroit send somebody there. But I don't, I, I don't know if there's help on the way. I think what may happen is, is you put the Sproles in, keep Mantha up here when Double A gets good. You know, Yurko, who actually did a lot of good things in Grand Rapids, especially for Jeff Blaschel. So Blaschel likes him and believes in him. You know, he was always gripping his stick under Babs. So, you know, put him in there. Maybe he can score. You know, he's a big man, a scoring touch. Maybe you do go with, uh, even though the kids aren't going to win you championships. But then again, at the beginning of the season, Ken Holland said, we're not Stanley Cup caliber. You know, yeah. we're not, you know, so what, what are you going to do? You know, I, I mean, I already have a new marketing slogan for the, for the Red Wings for next Aggressive year. Aggressive hockey is back, back in, in town. town. Yes, yes. Yeah. Hire, Dark- Bart, hire Brad Park as coach and see where you go. Uh, but the darkness with Harkness? Darkness with Harkness oh, wow. era. You know, new arena. You know, new team. Or young stars, new faces. Something like that. Because it's odd that perhaps one of the cesspools in the history of all arenas, Joe Lewis Arena, had... Such great teams, as I've told you. Joe Louis Arena is not going to be remembered as a, like old Olympia Stadium, the overhang and all, you know, kind of the odd angles and all that kind of stuff. You know, Olympia had some character. Joe Lewis is going to be remembered for the teams that for played the teams. there, right. not, yeah, not yeah. for the not for the arena itself, because the arena itself. And you know, and I, you know, I've said this for years is a dump. I mean, it really, really is. You have one, you know, you have two levels loading into one concourse. You know, I mean, that's. <laughs> It's horrific. It is horrific, especially in the busy games, right? In the north, uh, the north parking lot where Eddie couldn't park today, where the the players park. <laughs> there's stairs there that were condemned from day one. Correct. You can't even use those. They're still there, you know. And the stairs that are on the Olympias or the uh, Kobo side, those are pretty steep too. I mean, it was just slapped together too, 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 too well. So, I good riddance to Joe Lewis Arena, but. <laughs> Uh, it's unfortunate because I think the team that is going to start playing there the, for the first 
maybe several seasons, probably are not going to be what Red Wing fans are used to. Well, it, it, we're on kind of a shorter time this week, but I want to ask you two specific questions. One is light, the other is not. So I'll start heavy. Next captain, because Zetterberg is a great guy, but he's not a prototypical captain right now, right, from at least what a casual fan would see looking out. So are, would you look at Abdulkader or Larkin? Well, it's interesting. I've been asked this question many times, believe it or not. I don't have much of a life. People always just ask me railway questions. Uh, I would say that <laughs> at this point, uh, I would look at it as I think it's got to be Dylan Larkin. Uh, because this team is go- only going to get younger. It's not going to get any older. I don't even, even Truba's only 23 years old. Uh, I would say Abdicator will be, you will always have the A on. Uh, I would make, I, I would, uh, you know, Larkin uh, and, uh, you know, whomever uh, after that. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe you give it to, uh, to a Tatar or, or a Nyquist or somebody who's younger, one of the younger forwards. They're not even going to be here. In well, that's that, that's probably true. I mean, I'm just trying to think who else could be, you know. I, I know. But I, I think it's got to be Larkin. Why? What do, what do you think? No, I think it's Larkin. Uh, they were giving me some grief up north um, the other day because they were like, you said it was going to be Abdelkader. And I was like, well, back then I thought it was. The facts changed a little bit, you know, um, and with Larkin, with the talent and – you know, he, he's got – he's not Iserman, right? But he's got some of that character and personality where people are drawn to him. He's got the story. He's got the story. You he's know, got, being a, a, a you know, go blue, a Michigan guy, you know, third ranked in the college football. Right. And let's play. be honest. I mean, Abby's a state guy and that's just not going to happen. That's just uh. not going to happen. You know what? <laughs> I feel like Ross Perot on that one. No, well, just... you know, you're absolutely right on that one, Art. No, I, Abby's a good guy. The Red Wings covered him. They always have. Uh, if he's captain – you know, okay, that'll but, be short term. It'll be like a Gerard Gallant. Right, era right. I, I would think. I, I would think though that the Red Wings, the way this team is going, and the younger it's going to get, uh, you know, Connor McDavid's captain of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, let's. I, I think it has to be Dylan Larkin. So with that uh, last question, yeah. there are three nicknames I've heard. Right, the Pizza Arena, yeah, the LCA, the LCA, and the Dojo. <laughs> Which one do you like? I like the dojo. Oh, that's new. That's a new one for me. I haven't heard that one. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you have D O U G H, the dojo. So, with that, all right, we're going to take <laughs> next week off um, for the Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving holiday. We'll be back the week after that, talk a little bit more. Uh, once again, we want to thank Justin Dunn and Chris Hervey. We'll see them on Saturday. And as always, thank Art for sitting in. My pleasure, and, Newman, anytime. And we, of course, love Jessica, our producer. Uh, I love you guys, too. (laughs) Thank Thank you, Jessica. See you soon.